Hey, bud. I heard that can pop. Yay. Did we do it? Tobe. His show is connected. Um, I'm here. All right. What's up, buddy? Yeah. All right. We ready to jump into it? You go, sir. All right. Let's do it. All right. Welcome to wrestling. Nope. Lariat's, <laughs> Lariat's win matches. Mulligan. <laughs> um, so, quick introductions. I am Byron the Curtain Jerker. Um, been a been a wrestling fan for a long time now, as long as I can remember. And I hate everybody. So listen to what I have to say. Stefan. Stefan, uh, I have no alias as Byron does. <laughs> uh, I've been a wrestling fan for a long time. Fell out of it for a little bit. Got back into it. Uh, brief period I didn't watch it was like in the early 2000s but I got back into it and now I pretty much watch it all the time <laughs> Nick hello um, so I pretty much the same thing as Stefan I think I started watching when I was around three ish uh-huh. fell out when I was in high school and then kind of got back into it in college fairly heavy um, and now keep up with it here and there yeah i think that's pretty pretty common for our generation is they fell out basically after wcw got bought up right or maybe even yep, before that's, that that's, that's pretty much whenever i could stop yeah. stop watching it right right towards the end of wcw that's in my notes Good i mean job. let's see we graduated so the three of us graduated high school together we graduated in 2005 um, I never really fell out of it, but whenever the wrestling turned to crap after WCW went out of business, and even before that, I went and started watching the indies. So I started watching ROH and you know some Japan stuff and and CZW. <laughs> um, and uh, let's be honest, I'm probably the guy that got you guys back into wrestling, aren't I? Uh, yes. <laughs> that is the reason why I started watching wrestling. Um, I mean, but once we once we got into it, I mean, we really we really got into it hard. You know, Nick brought it up during high school. We or, uh, during college. We went to we would go to events. We went to a couple rolls together. Me and Stefan did, and Nick was in college a couple hours away. But we would meet him at some of them. Yeah, we went to a Raw in yeah. Charlotte, didn't we? Yep. yep, yep. We went to that one. Um, Scalp tickets. That was the I Will Never Retire Flair promo. Wasn't yes, it? yes. Well, we'll get into live events later. Probably not even in this episode. But um, Hey, he's still alive. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> Dead or Shout Alive out. is another episode also. Shout out to Ric Flair still being alive. About to get married. Don't Again. do it. <laughs> Fourth time? Uh, it might even be more than that, honestly. 36. Is he going to hold up 30. four fingers? He's been, mar- he's been married as many times as he's been world champion. <laughs> 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 All right, so we do have a little bit of a format here. So that was our quick introduction, a, a very brief, quick history of us. Um, you'll hear a lot of memories about us as wrestling fans as we go on. But um, the first thing we really wanted to cover when we talked about this was our first memories as wrestling fans, like the earliest things we remembered, um, maybe a special match or something. So I'm going to go first on this one. The first memory I have of seeing wrestling was I saw Jake, the snake Roberts on TV for like 30 seconds. And I was like, that guy's got a snake. I hate snakes. I'm never watching this. (laughs) (laughs) So I never watched it. And I mean, God, he was probably in it in WWE in the early 90s. So I vividly remember 
I was on vacation and I watched, I sat down and watched, this is the first match I ever watched, was Owen Hart versus British Bulldog for the, inter, or for the European title. It was the end of that tournament. So whoever won that was declared the first um, champion. And, uh, man, I mean, you guys know Owen, you guys know Bulldog. They put on a clinic. And after that, I started to look for wrestling on TV. And as I did that, I started to catch, like, the next thing I watched was um, Stone Cold take out Brett with a chair and just beat the shit out of him in the ring and just mess him up. And Owen and Bulldog came down to save him. And then they get Brett on the stretcher. They put him in the ambulance. And guess who's driving? Stone Cold! Stone Cold! He's in the ambulance! (laughs) Um, And then after that, it really took off. I watched it every Monday because it was the Hart Foundation versus USA. I mean, you had every big player in there. You had the whole Hart Foundation, which, if you think about it now, the only living member of that right now is Brett. Brian Pillman, dead. Owen. Dead. Bulldog, dead. Nightheart, dead. <laughs> Jimmy Hart's still alive. He doesn't count. count We're not talking about that era. <laughs> but you're, you gotta, but, you but you're right. He is still alive. How is Jimmy Hart still alive? Because <laughs> he didn't do steroids. <laughs> one more Ric Flair's going to outlive. It's fine. Okay. Give, me all that, give me all you got, baby. Um, so We're going to start grading the impressions. Uh, yes. Words are hard. The impressions as we go so, along. So, um... So after that, it was really just balls to the walls. I mean, you had the whole Heart Foundation. Oh, so yeah, you had the whole Heart Foundation. Then you had them versus Stone Cold, um, the Patriot, Del Welks. Um, um, you had Shawn Michaels, Sid, Vader, all those guys. So um, after that, it was really game on. And then another thing I remember was I had a friend, a, cl- a very close family friend. Shout out to Kevin Fitzgerald, who really helped me become a wrestling fan. He actually gave me a WrestleMania 10 VHS. Um, does anybody remember some of the matches on WrestleMania 10? It's a, that's a, it's a good one. It happened in Madison Square Garden. Was that the ladder match? It was the ladder match. It was Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. If I had to pick a match that I've watched more than any other match in the world, it's probably that match. I wore that VHS out. I'm glad that I have alternate notes here because <laughs> you've mentioned two of them. Hey, mine I mean, already. go ahead. And I mean, it's your history, too. Um, and then after that, really, I just became a fan. Then we got into the Attitude Era. Um, those are like, those are some of the key points that I wanted to say, like, actually made me a fan. And I remember vividly. Um, and we'll get into more as we continue to do this podcast as far as what we remember and some of the cool things that we, um, we do. So, um, Nick, you want to go next and say some of your earliest? Uh, yeah, so I don't remember what it was, but I just remember seeing on TV, like flipping through and landing on wrestling, and it was Mean Gene interviewing Hulk Hogan with the American flag bandana and whatever the hell he was talking about. Say your prayers, take your vitamins, all that, and just being like enamored, like, who is that? He's mm-hmm. huge. What is it? And then kind of started falling into it from there. Like um, watching a lot of like WCW, WWE or F, whatever. I remember like vividly Sting versus Flair and WCW. Um, Surfer Sting? <laughs> yeah. And like Saturday mornings, I think at eight or nine o'clock, it would come on. And then it came on again at 6.05 okay. after the Braves game. But uh, I remember I actually broke my grandmother's Attaboy. couch in the living room trying to do a stinger splash on the <laughs> pillow. Um, waking the whole house up, doing the uh, the scream. The, was he? Do, the yeah. Whatever. Woo! That, yeah, that guy. Um, let's see what else you kind of mentioned i had jake the snake roberts down here being terrified of the snake damien i believe was his name i saw him bite macho man i was like yeah i'm out (laughs) um and then i had razor versus hbk ladder match and memorizing it because we i rented that from the hollywood video 
and just watched it on repeat. Um, but a few, like, different things. Um, uh, probably the boyhood dream comes true. WrestleMania 12. The Iron Man match. Um, that was probably one of the earlier memories I've had. And then just watching everything Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart did right. after that. And, um, yeah, there's a few others that will kind of go under one of the other categories we're going to talk about. But, yeah. Stefan? Yeah. Uh, first memory I really have watching wrestling was uh, just catching it on Saturday, Saturday mornings, I guess it was, for WCW. Uh, I remember, like, watching – Matches of Dean, Dean Malenko and uh, Sting was on there. I mean, it was the like the original WCW back in the day when they were in the little teeny studio. Did and they, and the ring around. They were where the big boys played. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> where it was. And I remember watching that, and then I remember that's how I got into it. And I remember, you know, just the the very random wrestlers of. WCW from back then, like Tatanka, and which yeah. which you're still a big Tatanka fan. Let's point that out it, as well. It's, it's Tatanka. I mean, it's Tatanka. <laughs> he came in the ring. He would like charge around like a bull. I mean, he, he fucks shit up. But hey, side note to that because you referenced Tatanka. When I was in the Cub uh-huh. Scouts, maybe we made Indian headdresses, and I definitely put that on when Tatanka. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I remember that, and then I remember. I don't remember really watching a lot of WWF at that time. Uh, I remember just watching WCW a lot. I remember like going to the local video store, renting like old pay-per-views. Like I remember one specifically, it was like great American bash from probably the early, I don't know, probably like 94, 95 time period. Uh-huh. I don't remember the exact matches on there. I know there was like Sting and Luger when they were a tag team, probably against like uh, Harlem Heat. Uh, yes. there was, uh, I remember that. And then I remember it slowly progressing into me catching Raw. And then I was like, what's going on over here? This seems like it's a little bit cooler. So went back and forth, you know, started watching WWF. He's probably, I remember being really freaked out by like Mankind's promos, like down in the boiler room. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Out of himself and like tearing his hair out. And I was like, whoa, this guy's crazy. Uh, Also, probably, I mean, going into that, I mean, that just progressed into, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock, the whole Heart Foundation versus Stone Cold angle that you had already previously mentioned and then uh-huh. the whole rock stone cold thing and then you know obviously i watched both i went back and forth wcw wwf you know it was it was a constant the, you know, the monday night wars the monday night wars yes. it was like if one was on a commercial i was watching the other one and i was flipping back and forth trying to see you know what was going on on both of them but then uh fell out of it in the early 2000s and got back into it and uh very critical of what it is today, which is garbage. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get into all that as well. Um, you know, it's funny. As soon as you mentioned that, I actually, um, I got a little drunk the other night and I was watching old uh, DVDs that I have. So I recorded everything. These guys will attest to it. I have binders full. George. Yeah. Full. I used to, so I used to record everything on VHS. Well, eventually I converted them all to dvds so i actually watched um the monday night nitro uh where goldberg beats hogan um but in in atlanta right and we'll talk about that match i'm sure at some point um but it was so funny watching like i was like skipping through the dvd to get to the match and i would see like bits and pieces of raw where i was definitely changing the channel and it's obviously recorded on the on the vhs it was pretty funny (laughs) Um, all right, so instead of continuing with like old memories, I want to get into best memories. And some of these are going to be old, older memories. Um, maybe, you know, maybe even stuff that's like um, just stuff that looking back on it today, you're like, this is why I'm a fan. This is why I am still a fan. This is what kept me a fan, stuff like that. Um, I'm going to start with. 
the first thing on my list is Shawn Michaels. And I'm sure he's on everybody's list because he's the showstopper. He's Shawn the Mike. main event, you know. Um, he is pound for pound. Probably everybody would probably attest to this. Even Vince McMahon himself would say he's probably the best wrestler of all time. Um, and I would watch everything that guy did. I think I was the only person in the world that was rooting for Shawn Michaels against Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 14. I'm pretty sure. I remember, like, I was super pissed when Stone Cold won. And then the next night on Raw, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, Shawn Michaels almost died. Like, he shouldn't have wrestled that match. Um, and then I became a Stone Cold fan. But I was just, uh, I, like, when he came back in 2002 um, with his little Dutch boy haircut, you know, I was a fan then. I'm still a fan now. He's, he wrestles in one of my favorite matches of all time. Um, and we'll do that on another show as well um my next thing on my list is cm punk he's the one that really helped the transition of when wwe got really bad and john cena kind of rose to promise and we hated him um that's when i started watching roh and watched him since he was wrestling in um in high school gyms and in barns and cutting promos like no other and Watched him, you know, basically since the day he started to the day he got signed with WWE. And, you know, we all know what he became after that. So he was a big, a big proponent of me staying a fan, I would say. I remember, you know, he wasn't even signed with WWE yet. And I'm telling these guys, uh, Stefan and Nick, I'm going, hey, you got to watch out for this guy. He's the next big thing. He's the next big thing. And you guys gave, like, I, I understand. I, I talked about it way so much shit <laughs> you guys are like no he's a he's a jobber he always will be a jobber fuck this dude like blah 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 like i don't blame you i would i would have done the same thing like this dude sucks um <laughs> but you know looking back on it now it's pretty cool to think that you know he became what he was and and he might not be the best human being right now i'm rethinking a lot of the um <laughs> I'm rethinking my fandom right now as he has come out in the media to be such a douchebag. So I'm going to skip to the next person and say Daniel Bryan. Um, Bryan Danielson, again, a person I followed in the indies, ROH. Um, you know, he, he had a great run with the title there. Um, he, was, he was the person besides Shawn Michaels, which is funny because they, you know, Shawn Michaels trained Brian, Daniel Bryan um, that helped me learn what like good wrestling was instead of all the gaga all the horse shit all the ref bumps all the chair shots like he's the one that showed me what a move could actually mean or how to um how to apply a hold and actually make it mean something to the fans um you know he i have till five referee he was he was a good he was a good guy on the indies i actually got to meet him really quickly one time i've seen him a new, I've, I have seen him more on the indies than I have in the WWE, which is actually really funny because he's been there for, I guess, eight years now. Um, we could do a whole podcast on the wrestlers you and Stephen have met. <laughs> in the, and, and guess what? We will. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, my next one would be um, just WrestleManias in general. Um, Stefan kind of alluded to this earlier. He's not a fan of the current product. I don't, I don't think any of us really are, and we'll talk about that at length at some point. Um, but for some reason, between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, I get super excited. It's like I get more excited for WrestleMania than I do Christmas. Um, you know, me and Stefan, since we live closer to each other, Nick's a couple hours away from us, me and Stefan have probably watched the last, I don't know, we – four or five together, if not more than that. And then numerous Probably. ones before that, you know, but um, we do what we do a thing. We've done it the last two years. Now we make, um, we make a little spreadsheet and make our picks and do a whole pick them for the weekend with NXT now, especially um, this year. We actually didn't watch WrestleMania together. We watched NXT. Yeah, um, we did. That was, and that was a lot of fun, but. I just always seem to get really hype around WrestleMania, even though I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I did have 
the opportunity to, to go two years ago when it was in Orlando, which was amazing. Um, while looking back on it, it was, it was a great event uh, for me to go to live. It was the worst. I got to watch Goldberg <laughs> wrestle. Great. <laughs> and I also got to watch Roman Reigns beat Undertaker in the main event. Like, what the fuck? Also, supposed to be Undertaker's... Okay, we'll get into all that later. All right. Next, nope. next on my list, I have, I have two more real quick. Um, ECW, I grew up in Connecticut, so I got to... I was the kid that stayed up and watched... Um, ECW come on the MSG network at like four o'clock in the morning. If I had to, I would stay up just to watch ECW. And again, honestly, what I would do is I would stay up till four o'clock and then I would press record on the V on the VCR and then I would pass the fuck out <laughs> and watch it the next morning. But um, ECW was a big part of me being a fan as well. I got to go to a couple ECW events, actually um, the OG ECW um, got to see guys like Rob Van Dam in his prime. I got to see um, Mike Awesome, Tommy Dreamer, Raven, Steve Carino, all guys like that. So, um, And then the last on my list is something that nobody really likes to talk about, and I'm going to keep it short. Chris Benoit. I mean, to this day, he's still one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, it's It Damn. super sucks what he did. I don't condone that at all, and – but he was, I remember we got to see him one time. I know Stefan was there. I'm not sure if Nick was there, but um, we went to a Raw and he came out and fought um, Shelton Benjamin. And I was super stoked. I was so excited to be able to see my favorite wrestler at the time. Um, and, you know, a couple months later, whatever happened, happened. But, um, you know, you, I, I hate when people discredit him for, you know, what he did, of course, we can't watch him on the network very much, and people don't like to talk about him. But you know, it's it's hard for me to watch him. But he still did a lot for the industry, I think. So, Steph, you want to you want to do yours? Uh, Nick, you can go ahead. Uh, I'll save mine for your last time. All right. Um, after Byron just brought us down a little bit, let me see. Well, that's what I'm here for. All the time. So I've got kind of a mix here. Of mo I took like most memorable moments. Yeah. Um, so a couple things. Um, I say Austin passing out to the sharpshooter and not tapping is it also was like one of the first memories I remember. But I just remember even today when you see that, it's one of the most, I think, visually just catching images you know of any match is just that you know that finish um which really took him off and uh, that whole feud was just awesome and like going back real quick like one of the best i think memories of that a couple of things we mentioned like Stefan said flipping back and forth on mondays and and keeping up and all right it's a commercial what's going on over here and then going to school the next day on tuesday and getting in the courtyard before school started and everybody just going nuts. <laughs> like, did you see this? Did you see that? Yeah, well, he sucks. <laughs> well, you suck. <laughs> uh, that, I remember that. Like, me and my buddy that lives up, uh, in the same city as me, we talk about that a lot. But uh, so I have to say uh, Tony Schiavone saying Mick Foley will win the title and flipping over to Raw and completely – not giving a shit about Nitro. Did you anymore. ever watch Nitro again after that? <laughs> hmm. Probably not. Maybe yeah. some. I mean, some. Because I think the start times were um, staggered. Right. Maybe. Right. Um, so kill an hour and then flip it over to Raw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I think that everybody kind of remembers that for what it was. Just... I think the initial start of the shit rolling downhill, but um, something kind of newer, not, I mean, not as modern as that would be probably the TLC match with the Hardys, Dudleys, Edge and Christian. Um, and seeing that, just watching that still, I'll, I'll put that on from time to time and just, just watch the car crash that is that match. Um, 
And that would kind of go into what you guys were saying about WrestleMania. Just like in college, we would always have like WrestleMania Sundays, get a bunch of guys over, order some food and get some beer and stuff and just watch the, the WrestleMania when it wasn't nine hours long. Um, and then even a couple years ago, me and some buddies here in town would we'll go play golf in the morning, finish up in the afternoon, come home, fire the grill up, and then watch Mania from 5 o'clock till maybe 9, and then pass out because it's too long. Um, <laughs> and we're old. <laughs> yeah. One, uh, one other thing. I've got a few yeah, more. Yeah, go for it, man. We got time. A bit, but, uh, so I remember watching Raw, and I think my mom was watching it with me. Like right before she was going and to bed. Sable away. whipped and her titties it, out. <laughs> no, Austin went to Pillman. Oh, yes. And Pillman pulled a yes. gun out. Yes. And my mom made me cut the TV off. She's like, what in the shit is happening? <laughs> and when she went to go to bed, I cut it back on. And you see what, like, Kevin Kelly's there um, in the house. Kevin Kelly shout out, by the way. Um <laughs> Brian Pillman's holding a pistol. Austin breaks the the glass and here, like hearing his podcast and hearing him talk about this is just hilarious. Now being older and, you know, knowing, you know, what it is that I think like one of the producers was behind the couch when all this shit was going down, just crazy shit, right? The glass wouldn't break. And then it finally broke and Pillman pulls the gun and then it goes to static on the TV. What? Excuse me. But I want to see somebody die. Right. Did he shoot him? Shoot him. Shoot him in the leg, though. Um, let's see. What else? Um, probably when you showed me the uh, Joe versus Kabashi match in mm-hmm. ROH, I think that was kind of the the point for me where I started saying, okay, cause I'd gotten stale on the, like the mainstream stuff. Right. And uh, that like, we watched it the other night for a few minutes. That shit. If you haven't seen it, go online and find it. It's just, it's fun. That, to me, that's what wrestling should be. It's just fun. It's aggressive. It's nonstop. And it's just a fun match to watch. Um, and I'll give you one more and then I'll pass it off to Stefan, is uh, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Halloween Havoc. Um, from back in the day. I don't remember what year it was. 97, yep, 90, maybe? 97. Halloween Havoc. The main um, event of that was Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper in a salad steel cage. Yep. Salad? A salad steel yep. cage? Yeah. <laughs> Those things are rough. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like that, I think Mysterio had the whole – here's a throwback for you. The Phantom. He did. He yeah, that's out. right. And Guerrero with the sweet mullet. Um, just – and Mysterio, I think I've seen an interview where he said he didn't even know it was a pay-per-view until he got there. And they go out and he's doing a moonsault DDT. Like, what? So I've I've heard a lot of things, and I think it was even on like Eddie's um, DVD he had before he died. He said, um, "Do you know how many times they went back out and tried to recreate that match over the year and could never, ever, ever do it?" It's one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah. Well, that's dude. That's another podcast. <laughs> well, just saying. Did did I mention Eddie JBL? I no. Did. Well, that's because Eddie's the best. Well. Their match at... American Bash. Yeah. No. JBL, Eddie Guerrero, Judgment Day 2000. Ooh, that's right. Yep. That chair shot. <laughs> Holy crap. He, that, I don't know how to explain it. He fucked his head up. <laughs> About halfway through the match. And Guerrero finished, like, well... And then bust the JBL open with a crimson mask, if you will. Um, and JBL is awesome. Very underrated. Hence the name of the podcast. Just saying. <laughs> All right, Stefan. 
and his theme music opened with a cow mooing. Ding, 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 ding. All right, Seth, and since we covered everything, we're just going to end the podcast now because, um, you, <laughs> like, seriously, what else is there? <laughs> so the podcast ends on episode one. We've covered everything. <laughs> we're only halfway in. Okay. <laughs> uh, but for me, uh, things that stick out that had me as a fan, as a kid, uh, I mean, I remember uh, Chris Jericho in WCW was great. He was probably one of my favorite wrestlers uh, growing up. Uh, everything he did, it was it was great. Uh, the man of a thousand and four holds? Yes. When he came out on Nitro or whatever it was called at the time, and he started – Listing off his his move list, starting off with the A's and just progressing through, started progressing through them, just being a cocky asshole. I thought was always great. It was funny, and he like just his whole persona of how he was was great back then, even into today. He's like still probably one of the best wrestlers ever, uh, but also. You know, the whole Stone Cold Rock thing. Like, obviously, they're some of the best, but, you know, some of the random things I remember, and in retrospect, just terrible. Uh, I remember being, like, a Glacier fan. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Glacier. Homeboy came out here looking like Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. Crazy laser light shows going on. Like, I know he wasn't around. They liked him for a month. But he was he was awesome for the little stint that he had. Uh, that was something else that I remember sticking out to me as a kid. Uh, obviously, Sting, uh, you know, all incarnations of Sting were were great. Uh, then, like, you know, some of the the biggest shock and awe moments, you know, were you know the whole just it's probably the biggest moment in wrestling. I would say it was probably you know Hogan going bad, like Mister. Yep. Mr. America, Mr. Do-Gooder, like, you know, look, all the kids looked up to him. Everybody was, everybody loved Hulk Hogan. And then he did what he did. Like, it, it blew everybody away. It was like the biggest shocker in wrestling. And then. I still remember the promo. So do I. <laughs> These fans can stick I remember, brother. I remember the promo, but I hate watching it now because the whole time Hogan's going, Welcome to the New World Organization, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but going on from there, it was, I mean, I remember, like, even, like, when Hall and Nash, you know, fucking invaded, was it, a, it was a Raw, it was, like, outside, there was, like, a pool around the ring or something. Like, I remember that being super crazy, and that was like the second time I guess they really showed up. The first time it was like they just randomly came to the crowd and just showed up in the ring. They're like, what's up? We're here. <laughs> We're here now. Uh, but, I mean, WWF, some of the highlights there that hooked me in was the whole uh, The Rock and Stone Cold inter- feuding over the Intercontinental title, which was purple, purple yep. leather. Uh, the Rock taking it. To a bridge, or Stone Cold taking it to a bridge and throwing it the fuck into the river. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "See this belt? Fuck this belt into the river." Uh, then is that when he brought the uh, gold belt after that? I don't know. Um, but progressing from there, I know, like, I mean, at the whole the whole NWO era, and then the NWO split off into like three different factions, and it's like that's whenever I kind of started to fall out of it i'm like really i mean like how many more divisions of this can you really get into uh virgil's in the nwo now i'm out yeah and it when, was when stevie ray it, is one of the leaders <laughs> yeah and i went from there and then kind of fell out of it and then you know once i got back into it uh, from my, you know i think wrestling took the turn of watching the independent stuff with byron uh the cm punk you know, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, like all that stuff from ROH. I was like, wow, this is what wrestling is. Like this, this is what wrestling should be. And like, right. you go back and, and like, I remember as a child, like one of my favorite <laughs> matches and it was always stuck out of my mind was Hogan and Sting. When Sting finally beat Hogan, like 
as a child, that was like the best thing in the world I had. We had like a pay-per-view party at my house. Like we had like me <laughs> and all my friends were over there and like it happened. And I remember like we all like went ape shit, started like beating the shit out of each other, just like in pure excitement, just like, oh my God, we can't believe this actually just fucking happened. And then going back and looking at it now and rewatching it, it's like, this is God awful. Like this, this was a terrible, terrible match. Like everything about it was just slow and boring and it was terrible. Uh, but as a child, it was like the best thing in the world. Uh, you know why, you know why you liked it so much back then is because Glacier was actually in the crowd watching it. He probably was. He was. Uh, (laughs) And there was a super crazy reference that we missed a minute ago. Just want to shout that out. Uh, but crazy. That's what really got me back into wrestling was the whole independent scene that Byron showed me, and then you know I slowly got back into it, and then we started watching Raw again. And at that time, like I remember clicking on the TV, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this Randy Orton guy? Like, who who is this guy?" And you know, Randy Okay. Like I never saw him in his early years. Like I saw him probably like four or five years into his career. Uh, it yeah, was, he had he had probably already gone high. through like evolution by the time you saw him. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had. And I remember, you know, one of the current like feuds that was going on at the time. Whenever I start, started watching it again, was Edge and Cena, which was crazy. Fucking one of them got thrown into the river. There's a lot of river references here now. A lot of river people, people getting thrown into bodies of water. Uh, <laughs> that, that that gets you, man. You get into it. Though. I, yeah, yeah, it's like there's place in the river. <laughs> but from there, uh, it's definitely nowadays. I mean, it's it is what it is. It's the PG era. I mean, uh, I understand what they're going for and whatnot. But I mean, there's there's some matches that are you know. Are, are still decent. Uh, I remember one other match that stuck out to me that was like, it, it really wasn't even at a time I even think I was really following wrestling, but whenever I watched it, I was like, this is great, which was uh, Jericho and HBK. Yeah, it, it was a WrestleMania at, in like Seattle, I yep, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach. Just watching the 19? whole promo leading. 18 or 19? Yeah. 18 or 19 uh, mm-hmm. watching the whole promo leading up to that. It was like Jericho, you know, you know, he idolized HBK and he like wanted to be HBK and like he, that's who he, he wanted to be. And then that match was just absolutely spectacular. And like, cause that's when he pushed um, HBK's wife. Nope. Nope. The, uh, nope. 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 That was many not years a, later. Uh, <laughs> huh. There, unless she got pushed into a river, I'm saying no because I don't remember that. <laughs> but it was that that match. Uh, I remember sticking out very, very vividly. Rewatching it, uh, I mean that's and nowadays, I mean, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. It it could be better. They, I think it's. Uh, well, we're not even gonna get. We're into not that. gonna get into it. I am, we're not gonna get into. All right, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off because we've got about. Let's say 22 minutes left. Um, I'm going to spring something on you guys. It is SummerSlam tomorrow night. Or actually, it's tonight. Shit. Um, it, is. it is tonight. So I've got the card in front of me. Let's do a little pick them real quick, all right? Oh, geez. All right, and just go. Um, Nick, we'll start with you, um, Stefan. Can I preface this by saying I have little to no idea. That's what fine. No, I don't, I, I don't really either, but it's still SummerSlam. We still have to respect the fact that, you know, it's the we biggest are, party of the summer. It's the biggest party of the summer. We are wrestling fans, and let's give our let's just give our opinion. Even if you don't know who the B team is, Nick, just say. I thought you were gonna say give our audience, and I was like, wait, what audience? It's us. But hey, <laughs> all right. Ask. So in the kickoff show, we've got Cien Andrade Almas with his lady Zelina Vega versus Rusev and Lana. Nick, what time's it start? Nick, are you fuck? serious? Pick a fucking <laughs> winner. <laughs> why are you yelling? Why are you yelling? Who? Rusev. All right, Nick's, Nick's going Rusev and Lana. Steph? Uh, I will also go Rusev and Lana. Rusev. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go Cien Almas. You know why? Because you guys said Rusev. All right, re- match number two. <laughs> 
Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Championship. Stefan? Pass. No one cares. <laughs> okay, I'm going to agree with you. Actually, I think that could be a good <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say Alexander. <laughs> uh, Nick? What little bit I've seen Alexander and Gulak, that could be a good one. Um, so I'm going to say that Drew Gulak is probably the most underrated person on the roster right now. I'm going to go Cedric Alexander wins this match, though. Uh, put me down for the same. All right. So um, the next match, this is the last match on the kickoff card, I think. Um, it's the B team of Curtis Axel and Bo versus the Revival. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Revival takes the championships tonight off of the B team. Stefan? Uh, I'll go Revival, too. I'm, I'm waiting for them to get their break, and they yeah. deserve it. Nick? That should happen, but it's not. I agree. I, I agree with I you. Concur. But and, and we'll get into the revival at another time. Um, we're we're fans. All right. So um, gimmick infringement on my grandfather's name, though. So, um, all right. Finn Balor versus the constable Baron Corbin. Nick. Gay. Hey, can't say that. Um. <laughs> Nick's Nick's views don't go with anybody. <laughs> He cut his hair. He's weird looking. Uh, did you see his hair before? All right. Anyways, why are we talking about another man's hair? Who's going to win the match? Not him. So Finn Balor. All right. Yep. Stefan. Finn. Um, I'm going to go Finn Balor as well because Baron Corbin sucks. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Thanks. Championship. The Bludgeon Brothers versus The New Day. Stefan. Bludgeon Brothers. Nick? Hmm. Um, I think it, I don't know. Let me go with the uh, New Day. Okay. You know why you went with the New Day? Because New. Because it's the New Day. Day, rock. day, rock. New. day new. Rock. Day Rock. Day <laughs> Rock. All right. Um, for the Money in the Bake briefcase, I'm excited for this one, actually. Because it's Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. Uh, Nick, let's go with you. Braun. Carolina Strong. Nice boy. Stefan? Braun. I'm going to go with a long shot here. I'm going to say Kevin Owens. Is he going to cash in, though? Braun's going to flip the ring And over. then Braun will flip the ring over, kill half the crowd, and... You remember the scene from um, Semi Pro where the bear gets loose? It's just going to be Michael. <laughs> it's going to be Michael Cole going raw. <laughs> Except Nicholas. Nicholas will be in the audience and he will be safe. Get these hands. Um, I do want to point out one other thing about Braun Strowman, um, and we'll get to this being Booker's sometime, Stefan. But Stefan had one of the best ideas I've ever heard, where he took the NXT tag team, the War Raiders. Um, what was it? What was yeah. their name on the Indies? War, War Machine. War Machine. And team them up with Braun Strowman and just call them Brar. <laughs> <laughs> like who would? It's gonna happen. Right. It's gonna happen. All right, next match. Next Brar match. Um, you got the champion, uh, the United States champion Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Nakamura taking the win on this one and keeping the title. Uh, Nick, who you got? Um, because Jeff just recently got a DUI in a neighboring county, I'm going to go Nakamura on this Stephen? one. Stefan? Uh, Nakamura. Okay. Let's go back to what you just said real quick, Nick. So he did get a DUI. I feel like nothing has happened to him. Nope. Nothing. Like – and he was yet, supposed, Randy he was supposed getting to get for showing his penis to people. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. We we're going to, I was going to skip past that one, but all right. Whoa. <laughs> get out of the river, Stefan. Get out so, of the river. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Intercontinental Championship uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. Um, did anybody watch their Iron Man match from the last pay per view? Uh, nope. No. No. Uh, it was supposed to be a real stinker, uh, mostly because of the crowd, I guess. Um, apparently they were. That's what I read. Apparently they were counting down, like every I don't know. They were just counting down, and they were watching the clock the whole time. And Seth Rollins came out recently and said that he's really disappointed 
that the fans really shit on him like that. And I'm going to have, I'm going to have to agree. I'm a fan of when the fans get involved and do their chants and, um, you know, stuff. Make it yeah, fun. they make it fun. I'm not even, a, I don't even dislike the beach balls, you know, I think they're fun. It makes it a fun atmosphere. Like if you were to show that to a person who doesn't watch wrestling and showed the fans going nuts and doing beach balls and doing the wave, like that would make somebody else that's not a fan interested and want to go. But anyways, as long as they're still in the long, match. Yeah, okay. Unless the match is Sheamus versus Alberto Del Rio, but I digress. All right, Intercontinental Championship, Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. Stefan, who you got? Ziggler. Dolph's the champ right he now. He is. Right? Sorry, yeah. Yes. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins on this one. I'm going to go with Burn It Down as well, uh, Seth Rollins. Also, I think we should probably mention – Drew McIntyre is in Ziggler's corner, and the returning jacked as fuck Dean Ambrose is in Seth Rollins. Does anybody see? All right, I'm going to go on a limb here and say Dean Ambrose turning heel tonight. Yes, he cut his hair. No, no. I'm going to just review people's hair on this. <laughs> so Stefan's going to talk about rivers. <laughs> Nick's going to do hair. <laughs> He's got beautiful hair. What's my gimmick? He's got the blonde hair of an Asian, the second hair of an Asian man, but it's bleach blonde. All right. Uh, That was a Hogan reference. That was Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. This is probably the match I'm most excited for, not only because being a big Daniel Bryan fan, but if you look back at the history, and actually WWE just released a really good video of the history between these two, it's been going on for eight years. Um, So that's pretty cool. You know, you don't see that a lot in WWE, especially these days. This is a match we never thought we would see, especially with Daniel going out the way he did and then coming back the way he did. Did I cry? Yes, I cried. Um, I'm going to go. I am going to go. The Miz wins this one and the feud continues. Uh, Nick, who you got? I'm going to say that I think this guy has been around for a long time and people crap on him because it's kind of the cool thing to do. I'm going with the Miz. Stefan? I will go with the Miz also. Damn, clean sweep. All right. Not going to lie. I like the Miz whenever he hated on Cena and he oh, beat him for the fucking Stephen, championship. Stefan's yeah. like, oh, Stefan is OG Miz fan. <laughs> awesome. Hello? <laughs> what was he on, Nick? Real yeah, world. we know. Um, yeah, you SmackDown did. Women's Championship. Uh, Carmella versus Becky versus Charlotte. Um, Stefan, who you got? Charlotte. Nick? I don't think it'll happen. I want it to. Becky Lynch. I'm going to go Becky Lynch as well. I think it's time for Carmella to get rid of that belt. Um, I don't think it's time for Charlotte to get it back. I would love to see Becky become a bitch and take it. Actually, uh, actually, I'm going to retract. I'm, I'm retracting my pick. No, I'm, I'm going late. with Carmella. I'm oh. going with Carmella. Okay. Is Ellsworth still around? No, he's fired. No. He just wrestled uh, Jerry Lawler in a match. I saw that online. Cool. Digress. Shout, right shout out! Um, shout out to <laughs> shout out to James Ellsworth. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Um, he it was, it was like right after, next match. Um, All right, so the <laughs> the Raw Women's Championship. I think this one has a show because Ronda Rousey has really impressed me since her debut at WrestleMania. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. I'm not picking Ronda to win, but I expect this match to be top two. Show Steelers. Um, I'm going Alexa Bliss wins this one. Who you got, Nick? Mm. I'm going to go because they've probably been rehearsing this match for two months. I'm going to go with Rousey. All right. Stefan? You know who it is. Alexa. I know know who it is. (laughs) It's it's my future (laughs) ex-wife, Alexa Bliss. Um, You're going to have as many marriages as Ric Flair has. (laughs) Yes, 14. 14 time. Uh, all right. Um, here's where we get into the nitty gritty. It's about time. The two championship matches. I'm going to start with, because I don't think this match should be the main event. Um, 
the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus the big dog, Roman Reigns. I, I was there to see Brock Lesnar win this title against Goldberg. I hate... Sorry. I, yeah, no. I hate everything that Brock Lesnar is. I hate everything that Roman Reign is, Reigns is. Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna Dave Meltzer this real quick. I'm gonna ma- I'm gonna make this star um, this match a a zero stars. I'm gonna call this match a dud. But I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar retains the title just to piss everybody off. Uh, hmm. Stefan, who you got? Braun Strowman. Okay, no, see that's different. That's different. <laughs> no, it's not. Not if he not if he interjects and makes it a three way. Nope. Okay. Well, you okay. Well, give me. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Let me. Let's go back then. Give me your scenario. Hey, hey, I, called, I called it whenever it was Lesnar Reigns and Rollins cashed in. Okay. I'm sticking with my with my pick here. That's Brian. fine. That's fine. Give me give me your scenario though. Okay. Fantasy book, real quick. Brock and Roman are in the ring. So that means that Braun retained the title earlier, right? Or the, the money in the bank. Money in the bank, yep. Okay, so, so okay, Brock, Brock and Roman are in the ring. Hit me, Stefan. What happens? Uh, as soon as the bell rings, he's going to come in and cash in and just destroy them. Beat the shit out of both of them and take the title. <laughs> as soon as the bell what rings. What if? No, not, not actually. It'll be, it'll be after it looks like. It's going to look like Roman's going to win. Then Brock's going to have the comeback and probably elbow him in the face again and cut him open. And then Braun's just going to come in and be like, too bad. Too bad, so sad. Get these hands. Get these hands. (laughs) Braun! Braun! All right, Nick. Hit me. All right, I'm going to go. Since Stefan mentioned possibly a little chicanery, um, I'm going to say let's throw in a Heyman turn on Brock. Okay. And how does that how does that end though? <laughs> Is Heyman walking out yeah. champion? Is Heyman, that what Heyman's world champion. Heyman's world champion. <laughs> no. <laughs> then the cash in's going to happen. Brock's going to USC to lose to DC. All right. Uh shout out to DC. He's a huge wrestling fan. Listen to our podcast DC. <laughs> I definitely showed Stefan the uh I'm all about the uh a cake and chicken. Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm all about that. Cake All right. So, chicken. so moving on, moving on. The what should be the main event. It's not going to be obviously. Um, this is the match that I really want to steal the show. Um, I don't think it's going to happen because we've seen what happens to good wrestlers when they main event or go for the championship on WWE pay-per-view, AKA AJ Styles versus Nakamura a thousand times. Um, so we got the WWE championship. We got AJ Styles, who's champion versus Samoa Joe. Um, what if, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to fantasy book right here. Going back to, um, Nick talking about Joe versus Kobashi. What if Joe just beats the ever-living shit out of AJ Styles like he did to Kobashi and just chops him in the corner about a thousand times, gives him a couple muscle busters, um, Game set and then AJ Styles hits the Styles Clash and wins. That's not who I'm picking, though. I want Joe to win this match. I want him to get his comeuppance. Um, I think he deserves it. If anybody deserves to beat AJ Styles, it's Samoa Joe. Because if you really think about it, you look at the roster on SmackDown. It's a great roster, don't get me wrong. But who else does AJ have? You know? Let the no. let the heel let the heel win it and let AJ chase it for a while. And he can get it back, that's fine. But how cool would it be for Joe, you know? I, I already think he's a Hall of Famer. In my eyes he is. Um, but how cool would it be for him to say, you know, I'm a former WWE champion. He's my picket to win this match. Nick, who you got? I, uh, I'll have to agree. I want, I want Joe to win. Just to give a little bit of insight from a buddy of mine I was talking to the other day, sent me a random text um, that's watching some of the wrestling with my login. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> said that AJ Styles is the rascal flats of wrestling. I don't get that. What the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Rascal Flats is the country group 
Okay, we don't need the the backstory on Rascal Flats. So here's the thing: he's basically saying it was a bland, a bland thing, like nothing to write home about. Just kind of a whatever. Google Rascal Flats, you fucks. What is what is happening? So I think that's this is a wrestling podcast, of, not a country uh, music country podcast. I think it's part of the way WWE has has produced him lately is that there's nothing really going on there. It's kind of bland. You know do you, what I mean? do like, you think they're... they could have done so much more with the club and all that? It's just <laughs> not saying his, but to a general fan, like not a wrestling fan who's doing his own podcast, but just some guy who watches wrestling from now, you know, every now and then. I thought that was very interesting, but give me Joe for the win. All right, Stefan. Joe. All right, unanimous. That's the that's only the second one that we all agreed on. We all agreed that. Um, that's why it's not going to happen. That's why it's not going to happen. Um, I, I think, you know, like I said, all these matches, they – I think I sent this to you in a text the other day. I might not have. I might have just thought it and meant to send it, send it but I didn't. Um, this is probably the best SummerSlam card I've seen in a long time. I think SummerSlam gets um, – Gets a lot of hype for being the second biggest pay-per-view. Um, I usually end up hating SummerSlam. It's a throwaway show to me. I'm much more a fan of, um, like, the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah. SummerSlam doesn't really do it for me. Survivor Series doesn't do it for me. Um, so, this is – I'm impressed, though. I like this card. I think there's a lot of potential. I would really like to see um, – you know, maybe the passing of the guard almost, you know, to say um, uh, maybe Vince to Triple H. Hey, it's your show now. I think this would be a good time to make some of those changes. Uh, I read yesterday. So, again, SummerSlam's tonight. NXT TakeOver happened last night. I read um, that Triple H has been highly involved with Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano's feud. And if you haven't watched, haven't finished the match. If yet. you haven't watched any of that feud, not only that match, and I won't spoil it for you, bud. Um, but the feud is just amazing. And to, I will say this: when he launched him like a rocket headfirst into the chair uh, in the corner, I definitely cussed in front of my child. Like, oh, shit. yeah. There's, there's, there's so many good things that have happened in that in that feud. Um, I was actually wearing my OG DIY Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, do it yourself t-shirt last night. And my wife was like, you're a fucking, you're a, you're nerd. a fucking nerd. And I was like, yeah, but this is awesome. Um, so to, to have Triple H really take the reins here eventually, I mean, it's going to happen. What's we'll, we'll call it now. Um, it'd be cool if you yeah. saw some of that happen tonight, you know, um, maybe Joe. I'll see. Yeah. Good. I, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say maybe Joe winning, maybe having um, Braun do something cool, Nakamura do some cool stuff versus um, Jeff Hardy, you know, stuff like that. So maybe, maybe we can hope, right? I was just gonna say, I think as a like just kind of a side note, I think it'd be cool for them to do a little homage to Aretha Franklin at the opening of the show. Aretha Franklin and Jim Neidhart. Well, yeah, but I'm saying if they open the show with the music musical performance they could do something like they did super bowl with prince or something cool shout out to a shout out to a jim knight yeah (laughs) dead or alive is another episode as we have our wrestling conversations when we see each other we'll be reminiscing and talking much like we're doing here and then it turns into we'll bring no don't spoil spoil alert spoil yeah don't 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 ruin it all right, so I have one last thing before we end this thing. Nick, how many people sign into your WWE network? Because <laughs> I do. Stephanie, I do. You? Yeah, who else I, does? Three or four. So three or four, like, okay, so there's the three of us on this podcast right now. How many others besides the three of us? I think one or two more. That's amazing. WWE should really, <laughs> like, put a handle on that. Hey, are we doing the five? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. So we're going to end this. We're going to end this podcast. This was a good one. Um, So we're going to try to get together next week and do this again. And we're going to do our favorite wrestlers. It doesn't matter how many. I don't think um, 
you know, we did good today. We'll come up with an outline. We'll send it to each other. We'll talk about it a little bit over text messages this week. Um, and we will continue this podcast next week. Thank you for listening to Lariat's Win Matches. Bye. See you.